0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare Podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: North
2: and Northwest DC, still 36 degrees. At
3: 659
1: is WTOP News. WTOP FM, Washington. WWWTFM, Manassas. WTLP FM, Braddock Heights, Frederick. You're listening to WTOP,
0: Washington's news, traffic, and weather station.
1: WTOP News. Facts matter.
0: Good evening, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. Breaking news. The
2: Supreme Court will decide whether Donald Trump is on the ballot across the country.
3: And President Biden issues a new warning about his likely opponent in the fall and what he calls Donald Trump's threat to American democracy.
2: We'll go live to CBS News correspondent Scott McFarlane coming up at 7.15.
3: A coating up to an inch of snow in the close-in suburbs to Tomorrow, much more snow could accumulate far north and west of the Beltway.
2: Stay with your first alert weather station for frequent live updates, including an update in three minutes.
3: WTOP at 7 o'clock.
2: With speed, Supreme Court acts on Trump, Colorado ballot appeal. We need to have clarity on this question. President Biden takes aim at his predecessor.
1: He's willing to sacrifice our democracy.
2: Northeast winter storm prep.
1: Thousands of sanitation workers will be on hand.
2: This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuiper. The U.S. Supreme Court agrees to hear arguments in February on former President Trump's appeal of his Colorado ballot disqualification. The Colorado Supreme Court ruled Trump couldn't be on the ballot, citing the Constitution's insurrection clause. More from CBS's Jan Crawford. Up until last month, other state courts had ruled that the provision did not apply to Trump. Colorado was the first. And since then, we've seen voters in mostly Democratic states like Oregon, California, the- main secretary of state, all wanting to throw him off the ballot. So the court really had no choice uh, but to take this up. And I would not be surprised if they rule perhaps unanimously that the Colorado Supreme Court got it wrong, that courts should not be in the business of declaring someone ineligible to run for president. New York state lawmaker lawyers, that is, are increasing their request for penalties to $370 million in former President Trump's civil business fraud trial. He says on social media that they should pay him. President Biden officially kicks off this election year with a speech near Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. CBS's Linda Kenyon. The president harkened back to the January 6th insurrection almost three years ago to the day, and he posed this question.
1: Is democracy still America's sacred cause?
2: Drawing stark contrast between his campaign and that of former
1: President Trump. The choice is clear. Donald Trump's campaign is about him, not America. Not you. And
2: President Biden said Donald Trump is trying to rewrite the facts of January 6th, trying to steal history the same way he tried to steal the election. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. We're learning more about yesterday's shooting at Perry High School in Iowa that left one dead and five injured. Police say the school's principal was critically injured while trying to protect students from the teenage gunman who later took his own life. Classes across the school district are canceled in favor of counseling. Snowfall in Arkansas takes some by surprise. The roads
4: were pretty bad at first and we started sliding everywhere,
2: but we made it. This weekend, a winter storm will affect much of the East Coast, from the mountains of North Carolina to Vermont and New Hampshire. Some areas could see at least five inches of snow. In Boston, Mayor Michelle Wu says city crews are prepared. Our vehicles and our drivers and our city teams are out there trying to prepare the streets, uh, treat them before the snow comes down. Stocks finish higher on Wall Street. The Dow closed up 26 points. The Nasdaq rose 14. Now this
1: staples stores provide innovative products
4: and services for small business remote workers and learners even teachers and parents explore more at your local staples store
5: 703 here on wtop friday evening january 5th 2024 tyson's is at 33 degrees at this hour we are looking at Lows in the 20s in the suburbs. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis of the top local stories we're following. This year's first winter storm and the possibility of some tough driving around here tomorrow with a coating of snow near D.C., many inches of accumulation far to the north and west of the Beltway. WTOP meteorologist Mike Schnitterford is live with the latest. Mike, what are we uh, dealing with, or will be dealing with in a few hours here?
6: Uh, well, it looks like around 6.30, 7.30 tomorrow morning, we'll start to see some light snow possibly mixing some sleet across the southern suburbs, and we'll start to see some slippery roads uh, from Culpeper to Warrington up toward I-66, and as, as far east as uh, possibly Stafford and Fredericksburg, where the winter weather advisory is also in effect tomorrow. I, I think uh, this is going to change over to rain fairly quickly, though, so I don't think we're going to see much in the way of accumulation across the I-95 corridor, the immediate metro area. Areas that I would be concerned about, maybe seeing one to three inches of snow, would be uh, the far western suburbs, especially closer to the Blue Ridge. We get out into Horse Country, uh, Middleburg, uh, the plains, those areas as we get out of I-66, and as you go up to uh, 270 toward the Frederick area, especially toward Thermont, we may see several inches of snow. But the thing is, warm air is going to flood in in the upper levels of the atmosphere fairly quickly tomorrow. A lot of precipitation will change over to rain. So even if we do get a couple of inches of snow north and west, that's going to get washed away fairly quickly. So a bit of a travel problem tomorrow morning, but not a widespread issue. I think by tomorrow afternoon, the bulk of the area will see just rain across the region. And I'll be back in just a couple of minutes with your complete forecast. All right. Mike
5: Jennifer, live on WTOP. We have heard from Fairfax County Public Schools tonight. They say all activities on school grounds tomorrow are canceled. That's extracurricular activities, sports practices, adult education classes, and all the rest canceled at Fairfax County Public Schools tomorrow with whatever we get by way of snow, sleet, and rain. Charlie Gishler from the Maryland State Highway Administration is telling WTOP it's best if you stay off the roads for at least the early part of the day tomorrow, but if you've got to be out and about, they do have a useful tool for drivers.
4: We first say to go to roads.maryland.gov, that's our website, and we put a banner up there for winter weather. Clicking that will give you access to our storm application. That's the statewide transportation operations resource map. And that shows where the equipment is at the current time and where they have been for the last 30 minutes. And that could tell you the most recently treated roadways. So you can pick them. best thing to do is to go slow. Make sure you don't pass our equipment. They're literally clearing a path for you. And just remember to clean your car completely off so it doesn't become an icy projectile in the days to come.
5: Another very useful website, WTOP.com. We're here all weekend on the radio and at WTOP.com with traffic and weather on the 8s and continuing coverage of tomorrow's winter storm, the 1st of 2024. Other news tonight, a teenager is in the hospital in critical condition after he was shot during an attempted robbery just behind Northwestern High School in Hyattsville. WTOP's John Dolman reports that a jacket, a dispute over a jacket, is what started all this. Three
6: teenagers were walking here along Carnaby Street, right behind the school when Hyattsville Police Chief Jared Towers says three other males approached them.
0: Those three males uh,
6: approached one of the three teenagers
0: and attempted to take his jacket from them.
6: But the teen fought back, sparking a brawl that spilled from
0: street to sidewalk. One of the three males produced a handgun and shot
6: that teenager One time. However, he says multiple shots were fired. This is a brand new neighborhood, and Chief Tower says one neighbor nearly intervened trying to break up the fight. He recommends against that.
0: The person who stepped up today and was going to break, look, go get involved in this and break up a fight was going to break up a teenage fight. Unfortunately, the situation escalated. In Hyattsville, John Dome and WTOP
3: News. When students are
5: involved in a fight, parents may get a letter home describing what happened. But how are the students disciplined?
3: My top priority as superintendent is to ensure that every student that comes into a
0: school feels safe. That's Montgomery County Public School Superintendent, Monifa McKnight. After two students were involved in a fight at Bethesda Chevy Chase High School Wednesday, the principal emailed the school community explaining that students are held accountable, but that doesn't always mean out-of-school suspension. McKnight talked to WTOP. About how the schools deal with student discipline. Whatever consequences
3: are appropriate for that particular incident must be addressed. But restoration also still has to happen at some point. Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
2: An
5: internship program is helping some Fairfax County public school students with disabilities prepare for life after graduation. Let's get that story tonight from WTOP's Scott Gelman.
0: Curtis, it is a sauceboat. They call it. Cedar Lane student Curtis
4: Roberts and graduate Damian Lloyd are taking inventory here at Brook Rental Center in Vienna.
3: Um, I like clean chairs, cut pipes, etc.
4: Curtis interns here several days each week as part of a program that pairs students with disabilities with community businesses. Yeah, I get to do new things every day. Damian started here as an intern too. Now he's a full-time employee. These chandeliers you see in the tent right now, I wired those up. Anna Veltri is helping students work at places such as Dollar Tree,
0: Panera Bread, and other local shops, too. A lot of it is is building their confidence, building their skill set. In Vienna, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Get ready for some more
5: metro delays next weekend. Parts of the Blue, Orange, and Silver lines will be shut down from Friday, January 12th through Monday, the 15th. During the Martin Luther King Jr. weekend, during the four-day closure, buses will replace trains with no rail service between Foggy Bottom g and Arlington Cemetery on the Blue Line, and then between Foggy Bottom and Clarendon on the Orange and Silver Lines. The Roslyn and Courthouse stations will be closed. Good to have you here on WTOP. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Let's go to Bob Imler in the Traffic Center.
7: In Maryland, 270 northbound up through Clarksburg into Hyattstown. Still some lingering delays. Earlier crashes out of the roadway, though, on 270. uh, Just a bit slow headed north of Clarksburg into Frederick County. 70 westbound after Maryland 97. There is a crash and uh, traffic on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing all right. Just brief volume delays on the BW Parkway here and there. Northbound on I-97 near Dorsey Road. Believe we have an incident on the shoulder getting attention. And uh, traffic doing okay around the Beltway. There isn't much left in terms of delays in Maryland or in Virginia on the Beltway. On 50 out on the Bay Bridge, we are good to go. And Virginia side, briefly slow in Springfield, southbound on 95, and again at the Occoquan. Beyond that, the pace is good to Fredericksburg, and 66 runs without delay in both directions. And Beltway, surprisingly today, hasn't really had much of a delay on the outer loop of the Wilson Bridge. There's none now, and none on the inner loop through Tyson's up to 270. WTLP Traffic Center, furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's dining room, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand-name mattresses in-store and online at Regency Furniture com. Bob Inley, WTOP traffic. Next, we go to WTOP
6: meteorologist Mike Steniford, ahead of the snow and sleet. Winter storm warning for Washington, Frederick, and Carroll counties on Saturday. We have a winter weather advisory along and west of I ninety five. It does not include the district. Tonight, we're going to see an increase in cloud cover. Lows will be in the twenties to around thirty. Snow and sleet developing across the southern suburbs Saturday morning, then moving northward. This activity will change over to rain as we get into the afternoon hours. Little or no accumulation across much of the area could be an inch or two. Well, north and well west. Highs will be in the 30s. Breezy on Sunday. Highs mid-40s. Mike Stenifer, WTLP News. DuPont Circle 34,
5: Germantown 30, and Annandale 33. Some parts of our area could be down to the 20s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 7-Eleven here on WTOP. We bring you money news every half hour. going to check in
7: with Jeff Claybaugh. Job growth is still strong. U.S. companies added a more than expected 216,000 jobs in December. Costco's holiday sales were up 10% from a year ago, led by a surge in online sales. North Atlantic Airways has pulled out of Dulles less than a year after starting Washington to London flights, citing less than expected demand. The Dow gained just 26 points in Friday's session. For the week, it lost almost 1%. Jeff Claybaugh,
5: WTOP News. And still ahead here on WTOP tonight, we're checking in with the President of the United States who just delivered a speech hours ago. We all know who Donald Trump is. The question we have to answer is, who are we? The president delivering those remarks near Valley Forge a day early, in fact, due to the expected snow. We're going in-depth with CBS News correspondent Scott McFarlane in just minutes. So stay with us. Questions about
3: youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. Hey, Washington, D.C. Are you looking for new ways to save this new year? Well, You don't need to be on a family plan to get the best deals. Switch to Verizon and get a $200 Verizon gift card when you join with one line. And get a phone on us with Select Trade-In and Unlimited Ultimate. There's never been a better time to switch to the network America relies on. But this offer won't last forever. So switch now to get a $200 gift card and a phone on us with Select Trade-In and Unlimited Ultimate. A better plan to save is Verizon. Verizon. Visit your local Verizon store today. Nine hundred ninety-nine ninety-nine dollars 99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required per phone. $200 Verizon e-gift card with port in per line. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR.
5: What are the economic predictions regarding having the Caps and Whiz move from D.C. to Alexandria? And why did those predictions and reports come out around the holidays when so people, so few people were around to read them? We've got that coming up later this half hour on WTOP and more news for you in 60 seconds. The following
1: is a paid message. This is Bishop Michael Burbidge of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. We begin a new year full of promise and potential. Yet we may also experience hardships and challenges and heartaches, at least to some degree. Many of these things will be out of our control. But what will be in our control is how we choose to live each day. We should choose to let go and surrender ourselves to God's will. We are reminded in sacred scripture not to worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Let this year be a year for less anxiety a year of surrender, a year of letting go of fear. When you feel overwhelmed, recall the words of St. Teresa of Calcutta. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We have only today. Let us begin.
0: Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts
1: matter. Now 715.
5: I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us.
1: Donald Trump is. The question we have to answer is, who are we? That's what's at stake. Who are we?
5: President Biden speaking near Valley Forge just hours ago as the three-year anniversary of January 6th comes tomorrow, and the U.S. Supreme Court will be hearing oral arguments in about a month now on whether Donald Trump should be on the ballot nationwide this year. Let's go live to CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane, who has closely followed January 6th right from the very start. And good to hear uh, your voice again on WTOP, Scott. What's the most important thing to know on the cusp of the third anniversary of the insurrection? And of course, now our anticipation of the high court settling this
4: ballot question once and for all. These two critical and unprecedented legal battles that are going to happen in close proximity to the three-year mark of January 6th. So it's kind of coincidental, the timing. But Tuesday, oh, by the way, on the fifth floor of the federal courthouse here in Washington, right down the street from the Capitol, an appeals court's going to decide whether a U.S. president is immune from prosecution if he or she commits crimes doing official acts or other acts of office. That is a remarkable Argument They're going to hear and Trump's likely going to be here in town. So get ready for the traffic Tuesday. And then the Supreme Court has decided the second week of February to hear a landmark argument over whether he can be banned from the ballot in Colorado because of the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment. And these types of things happen once, not just in a lifetime, but potentially in American history. And they just happen to be happening a few weeks away. From tomorrow, the three-year mark of that horrible tragedy in our city,
5: should be uh, should people be surprised, Scott, that many hundreds of suspects related to January six have not yet been caught and prosecuted?
4: I actually heard from a Justice Department prosecutor, a, pro- a former <laughs> Justice Department prosecutor, no longer with the agency, that he's surprised they've already gotten through 1,200 cases, that he would have expected only three years later them to be much further behind in catching all the people and prosecuting all the people who were there January 6th. So. It's a long way of saying no. It's no surprise there are dozens, if not hundreds more arrests to come. This is the largest criminal prosecution and largest criminal investigation in U.S. history. It's actually moving pretty nimbly, according to former feds, and we shouldn't be surprised. They still got work to do in the months ahead.
5: And I understand that some of the people kind of pouring over the video and looking at evidence are not necessarily getting paid for it or even uh, federal government employees. There are volunteers throughout the world that just sit in front of their computers every night and look, look over
4: things. Yeah, you know, the Department of Justice is getting some help from citizens who are policing this in their own way, looking for faces in the many, many pieces of video, trying to deduce or d- determine who those people are and then tip the FBI toward making the arrest. And it's really something, Dimitri, It's it's been three years and. It's still sinking into folks. This may be also the most photographed crime in American history. Everybody had a phone. Everybody had a social media account popping on that day. And there are forty-four thousand hours of capital surveillance video too, which the Speaker of the House is trying to post. And let me just add this: for more than five hundred days, including right now as we speak, there's been a vigil, a protest outside the Washington D.C. jail in Southeast by January Six supporters and families of the defendants. They're doing it again tonight. They're going to continue indefinitely. They are still arguing. These defendants are overcharged. They're still hoping in some cases for Trump to pardon them if he gets back in office.
5: In our final seconds, how have we reached a stage in which a number of Americans actually believe January 6th was launched by the FBI, which is completely false?
4: There is a steady diet of misinformation if you go looking for it. And if you want to stay in a certain echo chamber where it exists, Donald Trump is still making baseless claims. Republicans in Congress, some of them are echoing it. It gets in the bloodstream. And right now, that's what President Biden's tried to combat with that speech in Pennsylvania.
5: All right. Busy days ahead and busy months ahead, Scott. We'll talk soon. And thank you. Thank you. Scott McFarlane, live on WTOP, CBS News Congressional Correspondent. Top stories here on WTOP could be quite a snowy Saturday in the greater region. Stay with us, your first alert weather station for the latest forecast. Israel now says it's starting a new phase of the war in Gaza. Keep it here for more. Going back to Bob Imler and the WTOP Traffic Center.
7: Well, around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, things have pretty much cleared out. Pretty rare for a Friday evening this soon, but uh, tonight we haven't had that much of a rush hour. 270 north from Clarksburg to Hyattstown, still a bit of congestion, but no incidents. And 70 westbound after Maryland 97. Cooksville uh, did have a crash there, so be alert for that. Uh, headed uh, west on 70 toward Lisbon and Woodbine. 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each without delay. We're in great shape on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Clear sailing and along uh, 295, 695, and 395 in pretty fair shape in the district. On 95 at Virginia, tap of the break southbound at the Yoncaquan, and that's really about it. Nothing on 395 to worry about. And 66 is without delay both ways. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP. Or visit MAD.org. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And next, we're going right back to Mike Stenford, WTOP Meteorologist. And we're always trying
5: to walk the fine line here, Mike, between making sure people have the information they need and
6: also to, to not make it sound like, you know, a big blizzard is coming. you gotta <laughs> got to walk the, the right line there. Yeah, and we're fortunate that tomorrow is a Saturday. If this was happening during a Monday through Friday event, we'd be uh, hitting this a little harder because it would be coming in right at the start of rush hour and there will be some issues. But since it's a Saturday... Saturday. A lot of people can delay their uh, plans until we get some better weather in here. Now, there is a winter storm warning tomorrow for Washington, Frederick, and Carroll counties in Maryland. And there's a winter weather advisory tomorrow along and west of I-95. It does not include the district. Tonight's going to be fairly quiet. We are going to see an increase in cloud cover as that storm system comes our way. Most generally in the 20s, some temperatures near 30 closer into the district. Around sunrise tomorrow, between about 630 and 730, we'll start to see some snow and sleet moving into the southwestern suburbs. So places like Warrington and Culpeper and Frederick. We'll start with this uh, precipitation first, and it will spread uh, northward across the entire region. I think the good news for much of the region is that warmer air is going to come in in the upper levels. That's going to change precipitation to mainly rain fairly quickly. So by afternoon, it's going to be a mainly a rain event across the area. Some areas that we're going to keep a close eye on, they'll be north of Interstate 70, especially in the Thermont area, and then up toward the Pennsylvania border, and also closer to the Blue Ridge, where we may see just enough cold air trapped that we see uh, snow uh, sticking around for a little bit longer. On Saturday afternoon, accumulation of an inch or two across the far northern and western suburbs. Closer in, I don't think we'll see much of any accumulation. Just going to be too warm and too much rain. Highs tomorrow only in the 30s, though. And then partly sunny and breezy on Sunday. Highs mid-40s. And right now, Dimitri, we're down to 36 at Reagan National.
5: We are brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Still ahead on WTOP. Almost time for Virginia lawmakers to get back to work in Richmond. And what kind of approval rating does Virginia's Governor Glenn Youngkin have these days? Stay with us on WTOP, your election source.
0: The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there is still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets win or lose. The FanDuel app's so easy to use and there's so many different ways to bet. You can build a same game parlay. You can also find popular parlays in the parlay hub. I'm going to be building a three-leg parlay featuring the Jags, Cowboys, and Bucks money lines. Visit Fanduel.com slash Big Chi. B-I-G-C-H-E-E. That's promo code Big Chi. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Twenty-one or older and present in Virginia. First online, roll money wager only ten dollar first deposit required. Bonus issued is non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem call one 800 gambler.
5: This is WTOP News. Now 7.23 when Virginia lawmakers go back to work in Richmond next week. Democrats will control both the House of Delegates and the Senate. But as WTOP's Nick Ionelli reports, they're sure to get pushback from the state's Republican governor. We will
2: see some political gridlock. For example, Democratic lawmakers have said they want to pass bills tightening Virginia's gun laws, but that won't sit well with Governor Glenn Youngkin.
1: You're going to see a set of
4: Democratic measures that are going to be vetoed by the governor. And the Democrats don't have enough of a majority to actually overturn those vetoes.
2: Virginia political analyst Bob Holsworth on abortion, Democrats plan to go around the governor by starting the process of amending the state's constitution to guarantee a woman's right to an abortion. But the two sides do agree on some things, including economic development and workforce development issues, giving teachers a raise, and spending more to improve Virginia's mental health infrastructure. Nick I. WTOP News.
5: Well, Virginia's Governor Youngkin had a higher job approval rating just weeks ago than he did a year before. Despite his recent legislative election defeats, in December, Youngkin had a job approval rating of 58% in a Mason-Dixon polling phone survey of voters. The polling firm says 37% disapproved and 5% weren't sure. Now, the Richmond Times-Dispatch reports a year ago, Youngkin's job approval rating was a little lower than now at 56%. In the November 7th legislative elections, Democrats held control of the state Senate and flipped control of the House of Delegates. The survey was done shortly after Youngkin announced a triumph that proposed $2 billion deal that would move the Wizards and Capitals to a new arena at Alexandria's Potomac Yard. And speaking of that... Just as the Christmas holiday weekend was starting, that's when Alexandria released an economic analysis that projects billions of dollars in revenue and thousands of new jobs if the two teams move to Potomac Yard. But why was it released just before the holidays, a time when people aren't really tuned into the news? Mayor Justin Wilson of Alexandria tells WTOP the city just wanted that information out there
0: as soon as it could. So we're going to be talking about it quite a bit. There was certainly no intent to hide it. It was actually drawing or trying to draw as much attention as possible um, at a time where everyone was kind of uh, scattered. So, uh, yeah, we, we just got it out as quickly as we could.
5: The plan to bring the sports franchises to Northern Virginia still has to be approved by the Virginia General Assembly and Alexandria City Council. Sports at 25
3: and 55.
5: And right here at 725, it's Rob
6: Woodfork. All right, the Capitals draw first blood against the Hurricanes. Nick Dowd on just the second shot by the Caps tonight. Scored his fifth goal of the season to make it 1-0, just seven minutes in. We're more than halfway through the first period now. Uh, the uh, Hurricanes uh, out shooting Caps 7-3, to but uh, uh, the uh, Capitals with a penalty just moments ago. So we'll, we'll see how the penalty kill fares here early on. The Wizards, a few short minutes from tip-off in Cleveland against the Cavaliers team that just hung
0: 100